0: Hello, everyone. Before I start, if you'll forgive me, I have a podcast recommendation for you all. It's called the British Food History Podcast. I recommend it to you on the rigorous selection process that I really like it, and maybe you will too. Also, it's a great and rich subject. Most of all, though, I really like the host, who is Dr. Neil Buttery, and he really knows what he's talking about. He's an author, a PhD in the subject, he's got a really good blog as well, actually. But The main thing is he's an absolute and total enthusiast. And that, to me, is the heart of independent podcasting. He's doing it because he loves his subject primarily. He's a warm and lovely host. He has lots of really great guests. So Diane Perkis of The People's History of the Civil War fame, she was there, for example. She's now done The People's History Approach to Food. There's one just out on medieval food and one I absolutely loved on school meals. How I laughed at that one and cried just a little bit at the memory of the tubes in school liver. So much yuck. Anyway, it's great. Give it a go on your normal potcatcher, the British Food History Podcast with Dr Neil Buttery.
2: Hello everyone and welcome to Anglo-Saxon England, episode 1, Y-O-Y. I hope you're all sitting comfortably, or ironing comfortably, whatever, that you're comfortable. And if you are, let me tell you a story. Once upon a time, in a land far, far away, there was a bloke and a shed and a podcast called The History of Rome. And the bloke in the shed said to himself, that's really good. I'd like to do that for the History of England, because it's a great story, and I've loved that story ever since I can remember. I bet no one will listen to it, apart from my mother, but why not tell it anyway? I'll enjoy it. And so was born the History of England podcast. I have no idea if you know that podcast, but to my surprise, Actually, a few people did listen to it, which was surprising and gratifying in equal measure. And even my mum listened to it. At the time of writing this, we're up to the late Middle Ages and all is going well. But through all those episodes there has been a pain. A pain in my heart, gentle listeners. Because while I love all the periods of English history, just like every parent and their children, I do have favourites. Joke, by the way, if any of my children are listening. And my best and most favourite period has always been the Anglo-Saxons. And of course, they necessarily came first in my podcasting career, and ladies and gentlemen, they were so bad. So bad. So poorly spoken. And then I made this daft decision to follow the House of Wessex. I mean, why would you do that? And the history, well, up until Alfred at very least seriously doesn't do the Anglo-Saxons any favours. If you're new to the History of England podcast, seriously, I advise you to start at episode 10 or maybe even 20. But why should we care about the Anglo-Saxons? After all, it's a long time ago. They all have silly names and surely they have no relevance anymore. Ah, but no, if you're thinking that, please let me try to persuade you otherwise and explain why I love the period so much. There's so much about England and its view of itself that owes so much to the Anglo-Saxon period. It was an immensely formative period of our language, of the melting pot of different peoples that make our country up, a tradition of variety which gloriously continues to this day. It's a period when our geography became defined, the origination of our basic system of government through shires and hundreds. It's when England begins and it's one of the most exciting and changing periods of historical study. It seems to me to be the period where our understanding of the old verities are changing more than any other period, as modern techniques and science are applied to history and archaeology. And that's amazingly exciting, if also slightly irritating, since it's been able to explode a number of rather dearly held myths about our origins. And so I find I can't forgive myself those early episodes. But I reflected that when I started I was young and foolish, and now I'm older, a bit fatter, and generally speaking a bit more knackered, so I had a great idea. Why not redo the early episodes of the History of England podcast? But then I also felt if I just changed them, it would probably do all manner of odd things to my podcast feed. Not quite sure what a podcast feed really is, but I'm guessing it's important. And probably then people wouldn't notice I'd changed those early episodes since most of my listeners are up to episode 160 plus. And anyway, the originals are a cute piece of my own personal history and personal rubbishness. And so instead, I have decided to do a completely new podcast, Anglo-Saxon England. If you've just discovered the history of England, again, just miss out the first 20 episodes or so and alternatively start here. Though since I'm now writing two podcasts simultaneously, it might take a while for me to get to 1066 again. I'm hoping, however, that I won't go mad with extra depth. So just to make myself a hostage to Fortune, I am planning to replace the 20 episodes that cover Anglo-Saxon England in the History of England podcast with 30 episodes. And my intention is not to change very much at all about the original episodes from Alfred onwards. I might tweak them, possibly re-record them, put in a bit more historiography, that sort of thing. And I plan not to change the episode on 1066, that can be where the two streams once more converge. So, for those of you foolish enough to be listening to this period a second time, how, I hear you ask, will this series differ from the original approach? The main differences, I think, will be that we'll begin with Roman Britain from the 3rd century. We'll do more on the migration story, which could do with a lot more depth and a lot more balance. As I remember, I covered the entire 5th century in a couple of lines originally, which seems, well, careless. We'll talk rather more about social and economic stuff, which I largely ignored first time round. And then through to the 8th century, I'll not be focusing on Wessex. I'll be looking at the whole story. We'll be covering all of those egg kings. In my first go at this, Everyone struggled with the names, the Ethelreds, Egberts and things, so I'll try and watch all of that as well. And of course, you poor old things will have to hear again all the tired old jokes with which I have saddled my existing History of England episodes. And finally, I guess we're going to have to cover the conversion a bit more. Yawn, but it has to be done. This time I will also try to draw breath between sentences which I seem to have worked so hard to avoid last time round. So that's the setup. In the first episode, or the first proper episode in a few weeks time, we will have some background, talk about our chroniclers and sources and do a bit of historiography. Finally, you'll notice that we have new theme music, not the same old theme music as we had for the history of England. This is because this time round, I've been lucky enough to talk my mate Davey into producing something for me. Thank you, Davey. I love it. It's a folk song that inspired Led Zepp to create Black Mountainside and since I love Led Zepp almost as much as I love Douglas Adams it's a great choice. And should any of you reasonably close to the south of England want to hear some really good guitar playing to help charity played in your living room then look up Seven Songs on Facebook. That's Seven Songs. So thanks for looking in to find out what all of this is about. Good luck everyone and I hope very much you'll join me next time.